Listening to Left of the Dial. I'm your host, Kitsy, and with me, as always, is the unbelievable Caleb Coy. Oh, unbelievable. Like like uh EMF. Yeah, ju- yeah, just like that. That's what I was going for. <laughs> uh coincidentally, this uh week's entire episode is gonna be EMF songs. That's an interesting top 10 for 2020, but hey, <laughs> uh, I'm not here to yuck your yum. <laughs> Uh, ooh, you have just shared a Spotify playlist with me. I have, I have, because uh, I have thus far kept my picks for this week uh, a secret from you, but I want you to have the opportunity to listen to them uh, as we go along, should we choose. Oh, fuck right? yeah. <laughs> and uh, you'll you'll understand why I've, I've chosen all these very, very shortly. Oh, dude, you uh, picked some real good shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you you picked some stuff I didn't know that you knew was a thing, and that's really cool. It's a Christmas miracle. It is. Which, by the way, it is uh, Christmas today. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Uh, this is a, a, a rare uh, two-night shift radio episode uh, day, because this is our regularly scheduled Friday episode, um, but uh, over on never heard of it we dropped a special christmas episode uh this morning uh that you should go and listen to because it was a blast uh a surprisingly good movie a, a movie that had no right to be as good as it was so <laughs> uh, but right. we're not here to talk about movies what what movie was that caleb uh it was it was <laughs> the it was fat man uh starring mel gibson <laughs> of all people okay yeah yeah uh, a, a new Christmas uh, action movie uh, in which a spoiled rich kid who gets a lump of coal for Christmas uh, hires a contract killer to take out Santa Claus. And Santa Claus is Mel Gibson. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so la- last week, uh, we, we talked about your your top 10 uh, picks of, of the year. Yes, we did. And there were just some, some fucking bangers. Uh, you know, a lot of tracks that we, we talked about throughout the year that... Uh, it was really just a, a fun wander down mon, uh, memory lane there, uh, and of course, uh, you know the the week before that we had the the top ten uh, holiday season songs, uh, and then prior to that was uh, our friend Janelle's uh, top five 
uh, of 2020. And so uh, I felt like I had a, a bit of a heavy burden, like capping off the, the the final episode of 2020, the final episode of year one for Left of the Dial. Yeah. Episode 52. Happy happy one year of making a podcast. Happy one year. This has been a hell of a year for us. It uh, has. Like, who would have known, like, when we started doing this this time last year, uh, what this year was going to bring for us. Oh, we had no idea. No idea at all. Uh, and I am notoriously bad at selecting my my top or my favorites or, like, you know, ranking anything uh, because my recall is absolute garbage. And so I, without fail, always forget something or, like, have to go back. Oh, like, oh no, I actually really like this, you know. Ask me my favorite movie. I don't fucking know. I mean, it's Starship Troopers. Cool. Oh, but wait, it's Jurassic Park. Oh, wait, it's Batman 66. I don't fucking know. Uh, and so, <laughs> uh, excuse me. I'm pretty sure it's Jaws. <laughs> I mean, that is uh, that is my favorite movie about needing a bigger boat. Yes. <laughs> Although, interestingly uh, enough, not your favorite movie about sharks. No. No. <laughs> uh, the Shark Exorcist. No, that's absolutely not. Uh, anyway. I tried to think of what, what would be my top five or ten songs of the year. And this has been a obviously a, a very difficult year for, for a lot of people and a very emotionally tough uh, year for me. And there were a lot of songs, especially songs that we talked about on this podcast, that like really like helped or hindered my emotional state throughout the year that I, I could have talked about. And there's definitely some, some honorable mentions in there. Uh, but then I had a really fun idea. Oh, boy. Um, we've talked a lot with musicians throughout this year about how difficult it's been uh, with shows getting canceled and how just in general, it's difficult to find your creativity, uh, when there's just so much like the, the way the world on you and just everything is falling apart. And, uh, you know, I've, I felt a lot that myself, so it, it really resonated with me. Uh, but there's one art that never really lost its, its appeal this year, and that is the the longstanding art of the cover song. Mm, yes. And so I had the idea to talk about 10 of my favorite cover songs that were released uh, in the year 2020. Uh, and these are not ranked. They're not in a particular order. And they're not even necessarily the 10 best or, or whatnot. They're just, like, they're just ones that that spoke to me that, that I really enjoyed. And so coming into the episode today, you heard... Thunderstruck by ACDC, as performed by Walk Off the Earth. Now, <laughs> we talked about ACDC uh, just a few weeks back we did. When, uh, when Power Up was released. And that conversation was largely around how much fun it is to listen to ACDC. Yes. Just so much fun. And uh, of all of the, the covers that I chose for this week... I actually found this one today when I was doing like the last bit of my research for this episode, uh, and it jumped out at me because I fucking love this song. First of all, if Great I had song. to pick a favorite ACDC song, it's Thunderstruck. Easy. Um, and I don't know Walk Off the Earth at all, but I looked at them uh, from like the like the preview images for like several of their their YouTube videos. And they just look like they're a group of people that have a lot of fun. They they do. And I've actually been a fan of theirs for a couple years now. Uh, are they Australian? No. Okay. Uh, at least I don't think so. The reason I ask is because the, the video for this cover in particular uh, was filmed at the Sydney Opera House. It sure was. 
Uh, this is this is one I was already familiar with. So I'm and I did not know. I didn't know you knew them, but apparently you didn't, and that's even cooler. Um, so I can tell you a few things about them real quick if you'd like. Please do. Uh, so they have their own original music, but I think they're probably better known for their covers on mm-hmm. YouTube. They do a lot of covers. And they don't just cover the songs. They do them in a really interesting way. I don't know if you dug down there any of their other covers or, or not. No, but I'm definitely going to oh, after hearing this. Oh, you should. Uh, <laughs> because they, they do things like, uh, you know, they use non-traditional instruments. And they'll do things like uh, they'll pass, like, ukuleles back and forth in, in, like, in time with the music. And just they do really clever, cool, complicated things. And... It, which is kind of it, it's kind of gimmicky, but at the same time, the covers they do are also really good. Yes. Um, but I think what's even cooler than that is they have an original song called uh, "Red Hands," which okay. came out a few years ago. And there's a video for this. Uh, the, the video itself is interesting uh, because because of the way they shot it. Um, what they did is is they chopped the song up into different parts and shot it out of order and then like kind of fast forward and rewound through the, the video to get to the right parts Neat. so that when the song played, it's, it's in order um, and did like some slow motion stuff and some sped up stuff and some actually some stuff in reverse, which is really cool. But as cool as that video is, what's even cooler to me is they released the um, they released the actual just one take shot of them doing the video yeah and it's super (laughs) interesting um because like they had to learn the whole song out of order and they had to learn some parts in reverse and like and just like and it's one of those it's kind of it's very okay go-esque actually in the way that they um do the whole thing in one take and it's very complicated and like things come in and out of the, the set and the camera's moving the whole time and like it's very cool i highly recommend it uh, I'll make sure I send you the link so you can put it in the show notes because it's a delight to watch that. That's awesome. I, I can't wait to check that out. Uh, one of the things that that struck me about this, that uh, Thunder struck me about it, hey! uh, the uh, the gentleman playing, uh, not ukulele, I'm, I believe it's, uh, maybe it's ukulele. I thought it was mandolin, but it's, it's hard to, to tell sometimes. No, it was ukulele. Yeah, four strings. Um, in this video, looks a lot like our, our buddy Jake, uh, the the basis from my band Sympathy. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, like that's, yeah. That, that was that was fun to watch because I you know a little a little homesick, little, you know miss miss all my friends and everyone that's back east that I haven't been able to see for uh, what feels like forever. I was actually directly affected by this, and uh, as I I know that you were as well. And that like you know I had shows and and tours and whatnot canceled that like you know that. Haven't really spent a lot of time talking about on this show because we wanted to give the space to the the guests that we had. But like every time we had that conversation, I felt it so deeply. Yeah. So um, plus there was that that Death in Texas uh, Japan tour we were supposed to do that, yeah, that we, we didn't get to, to do, which the is fucking a, record. Oh, so it's such a yeah. bummer. Everything. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've, I was telling you when we when you joined the call, I was listening back to some of our old demos and like thinking about how we like we were going to finish that shit this year. Well, we're going to finish that shit next year. We're going to do it because my <laughs> studio is almost done. I pa- I did a lot of painting today. I love it. It looks so cool. But back to covers. Back to covers. So like, 
I also I I want to point out like it it shouldn't be taken for granted how like technically flawless this execution mm-hmm. is, given that like there's not a not an electric guitar and not a uh, like schoolboy suit to be found. <laughs> like this, it like still has all of the raw energy of an ACDC song, but like totally stripped down, uh, but like so intricately layered because there's like seven of them in the band. Like it's. It's a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it's and so uh, it's so much fun. This is this is very uh, indicative of what they do, um, for sure. This, these 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 uh, these folks are are really fun. Very happy uh, ha- happy discovery for me today, uh, which is so appropriate given that's the the last episode of the year and like we've spent the this whole year doing things like this, discovering new new artists. So uh, very very happy that I did that. <clears throat> Um, but a pivot to something that, uh, it's not truly a cover. Um, it is more of a, more of a reimagining, a reinterpretation. Um, and I first learned about this from my, my brother, Joshua. Um, I think it was, he was, he was a, a guest on one of our other shows, uh, and like afterwards or like between takes or something like that, we were just shooting the shit and he's like, did you hear Coheed and Cambria did a Jesse's Girl 2? Oh, 
She put up no fight When she broke his heart that fateful night Jesse played sincere, he sure seemed cool What I hadn't known was I was his fool We're married now, house job, three kids Dreaming what life could have been Stranded only ifs and maybes Had I left that monster in the No, I had not. Uh, so I immediately looked it up, and oh my God, is it a banger. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so, of course, we're referring to the uh, the, the hit from the, the 80s, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield, uh, which is a super catchy song uh, about a dude sleezing on another dude's girlfriend, uh, like you do. Question. Yes. Did, uh, did Rick Springfield ever find out why he can't find a woman like that? I don't, I feel like maybe he wasn't really putting in the effort. That's probably it. <laughs> and uh, this song, written by uh, the indie slash emo slash prog rock uh, powerhouse group Coheed and Cambria, uh, takes the approach of uh, the character from Jesse's Girl, uh, ostensibly Rick Springfield, uh, and you know, fast forward several years down the road, and he got Jesse's Girl and realized. She wasn't very good. Oh, no. She's a very toxic person. <laughs> oh, no. And there's a, a fantastic accompanying video that shows her just like wreaking havoc in the bar uh, as uh, the, the character who's uh, you know, supposedly um, this you know, future Rick Springfield is sitting at the bar drinking and just kind of miserable. Uh, and then Rick Springfield himself plays the bartender in the video, and he's just shaking his head like, ah, oh, this fucker again. <laughs> and it's just, it's it's a banger. And uh, it's it's so much fun. And I, I feel like, you know, we, we've, we've talked a little bit about this before, and I think you, um, I, I think it came up specifically in the episode about uh, Dave Haas's uh, double EP of covers, how there's the, like, true... Like note for note, like try to get everything spot on perfect cover, uh, and then there's the like kind of do it with your own flair, uh, and then there's this which I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's actually a newer thing, but it feels like a at least a more recently popular phenomenon of songs that are like revisited from like a different approach. Like uh, I see it a lot, just like endlessly scrolling through TikTok that people be like, oh, this is uh, Stacy's mom, but from the perspective of Stacy's mom. And <laughs> it's a song about the uh, the mom being really creeped out by the Stacy's friend. <laughs> Stuff like that. Uh, I, I, I think that that's, that's really fun and interesting for people to take these like somewhat older, like, you know, 80s, 90s popular songs and be like, 
Yeah, but what if <laughs> the the song itself is a really interesting blend of like you can it's very obviously a Coheden Cambria song. In fact, uh yeah. some of the the riffs are lifted directly from uh, I can never fucking remember has the word red in it, I think. Oh, I wouldn't uh, anyway, I from, wouldn't know anything about from, it. From one of their other songs. But it also like does feel very much like a, a like a direct successor to Jesse's Girl, like the the riff style and the the melodies and stuff like that. And it's just it's fun. Yeah. Even even the guitar tone is is very reminiscent of the guitar tone in Jesse's Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And like you could tell it's 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 done from a from a place of love, but also like Man, like, you should have learned your lesson. <laughs> also, interestingly enough, it looks like Rick Springfield is featured on this track as well, according to Spotify. Yeah, he uh, he sings uh, the bridge. Excellent. And it's fucking great. It's it's definitely great. Um, a lot of these uh, tracks that we'll talk about today do have videos, and you should definitely check those out if if that's your jam. If you enjoy the the visual uh, consumption of music videos as much as I do. Um, but if not, like these songs are like for the most part, all streaming and listen to them. They're fun. I'm running out of breath from, from being so excited and, and talking so much, but that, Oh, uh, I sense a transition. It's the perfect segue into a track that I learned about just recently. Uh, in fact, uh, our friend Kaylee, Kaylee Goldsworthy, who was uh, on the show some months back. Oh, that's right. Uh, she shared a post that, uh, Caroline Polachek had done a cover of Breathless by the Coors. The daylight's fading slowly My time with you is standing still I'm waiting for you only The slightest touch and I feel weak I cannot lie from you I cannot hide
I immediately stopped what I was doing and put that on. And I'm really glad that I did. That seems like a good choice. So I actually found out about Caroline Polachek um, about the middle of the year. Okay. I was in a, a group thread. And I think it might have been, it might have been my brother again. I learned about a lot of stuff from him. And he's like, have you guys heard this? It kind of reminds me of Imaging Heap. And so oh. I put it on. I'm like, yeah, it does. And actually, uh, it was chill enough that I was able to, to put it on like the actual speakers in our office so that even while like Ellen and I were both working, it was, it was reasonably unobtrusive. Oh, nice. And she's like, who is this? And so I told her. Uh, and yeah, it's just that really kind of fun, poppy, but like really uh, intricate and kind of thoughtful approach to it. Uh, but this, this cover is one that uh, it's, it's reasonably true to the original, but definitely has her, her flavor on it. And I think that that is, is really cool. It's, it's more like uh, kind of darker electronica yeah. uh, than the like breathy pop of the, the chorus. But the, I mean, all the melodies and everything are there and it's just as fucking catchy as ever. It's so like, it's so robust like the the bass synth tones are so full, I just when that the, that breakdown happens, it makes me happy. And I so I said it like when I saw the the post about it, I, I immediately stopped everything and listened to it. Uh, and then as soon as I was done, I went back and I messaged Kaylee. I was like, "Holy shit! Thank you for sharing this, because that made my week." So the the next song that I, that I came across that I wanted to talk about. Um, the song that's based on is, in my mind, arguably one of the best songs of all time. And I am referring to the track Fast Car, originally performed by Tracy Chapman, who is an absolute fucking legend. I love Tracy Chapman. <clears throat> and she was a, a really great uh, transition for me from the, like, kind of, I mean, I'll come around and say the contemporary pop Christian slash gospel stuff that I grew up listening to uh, into the broader world of uh, more interesting music uh, because she has such a, a folk and kind of gospel feel to some of her songs, a little bit jazzy, a little bit bluesy, but that just very intimate. Her original production of, of Fast Car has, has been one of my favorite songs for a very long time. Um and I've heard a couple of covers of it over the years, but never any that like really stuck out to me as like anywhere approaching doing like true justice to the original. Until I came across this version by Black Pumas. You got a fast car. I wanna take it to anywhere. Maybe we can make a deal. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Something from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we something me myself I got nothing to prove yeah just wanna be home, get somewhere baby. and you get a fast car I've got a plan that'll get us out of here been working at the convenience store I managed to save this little bit of money and we don't have to drive too far just cross the border and into the city You and I can both get job Finally see what it means to be living You wanna be someone and get somewhere, don't you? See, my old man 
man's got a problem He lives with the balance the way it is He says his body's too old for working I say his body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than what he could give So somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school, it's what I did a fast car is it fast enough that we could fly away we gotta make a decision to live tonight or live by this way living by this way yeah. remember we were driving driving in your car speed so fast it felt like i was drunk and a city lights lit out before us and your own building us around my shoulder and I, I, I feeling that I belong and I, I, I feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone. Still ain't got a job And I work at the market as a checkout boy I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted We'll move out, to be sheltered Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs Wanna be someone, get somewhere with you Remember we were driving, driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk And the city lights lit out before So your own building nights wrapped around my shoulder And I, I, had a feeling that I belong And I, I, had a feeling I could be someone Be someone, be someone I, I had a feeling that I belong 
Now, who are um, Black Pumas? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> They're another band that I, I discovered this year that I, I've only heard this one track for, so I, I need to go back and listen to more uh, because this person's voice is incredible. Um, just absolutely incredible. Uh, and they very much, very much do justice to uh, the, the passion and energy of Tracy Chapman's voice. Um, the guitar parts uh, are similar enough. It's still very stripped down, very acoustic. It's similar enough, but like stands out on its own uh, to be like it, it. It's you know their unique take, or what feels like is probably their new unique take. I can't can't speak too thoroughly without listening to more of Black Pumas. But this was another one that I'm just very very happy to have discovered this year because. I I can't say enough about how much I love this song, uh, and to hear it it done so masterfully, uh, just really really makes me happy. I'm I'm enjoying this a lot. Um, this is it's a good song, and this is a good cover. Although I do kind of wish someone would write a sequel to Fast Car. And what would it be about? Faster car. Faster car. It's one of those songs that, like, if you've ever struggled in your life, you you feel this song. Oh, yeah. Like, you you understand. And if you've ever had those nights where you're just like, I, like something has to change in my life. You feel that line, like, we got to make a decision to leave tonight or live and die this way. And I just, like, I have I've always felt that so hard. And, like, you know, in my younger days, I did spend a lot of time driving and, like, I can still kind of feel uh, the emotion of the chorus of this song. You know, and I remember when we were driving in your car and speed so fast, felt like I was drunk and the city lights lay out before me and your arms felt nice wrapped around my shoulder and just, just the, that like hopefulness uh, in a life that is like steadily crushing you down. It's delightful. And just that, that gets hard riff just always gets me. One uh, CD that I used to have, like the, the Tracy Chapman record with this song on it that I don't anymore that I, I regret that I need to uh, track down and, and listen to more of. It's probably on Spotify, isn't it? I'm sure it is. Uh, and that's a, a lot of how I justify the amount of streaming that I do is so much of it is music that I already have owned at one point in my life, sometimes multiple times. And so I feel a little less bad because I, I did contribute. That's fair. Uh, and speaking of contributing, uh, of course, uh, wherever possible, some of these uh, artists that we're going to talk about today do have uh, Bandcamp pages. So as we try to stress as often as possible, if you're able to, try to su support the, the band. Throw them a, a few bucks, get, you know, get the records, get the merch. Uh, I know it goes a long way and it really uh, it, it helps uh, financially as well as just keeping Morally. morale up. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so do that. And, of course, uh, I feel like at this point in the episode, we'd be remiss if we didn't remind you that uh, we're going to keep doing this throughout uh, the the upcoming year. At least we plan to as of right now. No, no plans to stop. Uh, and if you haven't already and you want to keep hearing every episode, uh, give us a subscribe so uh, we can keep putting – New awesome music in your ear holes every week. Now, Caleb. Yes, Kitsy. Everyone's already subscribed. I believe that everyone has. But just in case, we've got uh, some newcomers that uh, came around just because they heard we're talking about some awesome covers. Oh, that could be. That could be. But They might uh, not have yet. Well, uh, surely by now they've hit subscribe. 
this far into the episode. <laughs> Surely they have because they sure. they've heard the episode and they've gone, yeah, no, this is. I want to hear more of these guys. Surely they've subscribed to this episode and then they've also gone to nightshiftradio.com and seen all the other amazing content that uh, our network puts out uh, and subscribed to all of those as well. And they, they, they went there and they saw that and went, I don't have time to listen to all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably don't. Yeah, but it's okay. uh, we, have, we have now hit the point of the network where I actually do not have time to listen to all of our shows every week. No, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, it's not. Uh, it, but it's we, it, it 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 is a bummer because then I have to pick and choose who I listen to and who I don't, and it's it's kind of uh, like it's kind of like picking your favorite kid, you know? I, I assume I don't have kids. I don't know. No, no, I have no idea either. It's like picking your favorite um, dog. They're all my favorite. Every dog all, ever. Yeah. They're all good dogs. They're all good dogs. Um, and they're all good podcasts. They're and all good podcasts. And uh, we've, we've I, very much uh, gotten a, a good variety of, of content out there now too. So hopefully there's something for everyone. But uh, yeah, so as, as this is a uh, a ten a selection of, of ten songs, we're, we're coming to the midway point. So uh, we're gonna take a break momentarily. But not going into the break, uh, we're gonna hear what uh, is possibly might actually be the first like COVID at home cover that I that I heard this year uh, as artists started to figure out like how do we make this transition to being at home and you know how do we keep like find ways to to keep this creative outlet flowing uh, and you know like I said the writing songs is difficult sometimes even in the best of times but like even more so when there, there's you know just so much coming at you all the time so much stress and so much uh, like change from day to day. And so this uh, was one of the, the first that I heard of a, an artist saying, well, I was, you know, try something down. Let's, let's write a cover or let's uh, record a cover, I should say. Uh, and this is uh, Jimmy World doing a rendition of the track Call to Love, which I have gone back and I've listened to the original and I don't like it as much as sometimes happens. Uh, it's still a good track, but... Remind me I, who does the original? I actually, off the top of my head, don't remember and I meant to look this up. Uh, Call to Love, not Jimmy Eat World, who wrote it originally. Uh, now I'm hearing someone who's not in Jimmy Eat World singing right now. No, it's, uh, Beth Costantino from Best Coast. Oh, Best Coast. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was, I thought I recognized the voice. Yeah, and I, I, I actually have listened to some of her other stuff and, like, she's got a fantastic voice and, uh, has done some, some really great uh songs uh crooked fingers was the original artist of oh. uh call to love uh and yeah i have listened to it it's it's a good song um i like this version better um the production of it and like you can actually see like they they did a, a video for this as well you can see uh and it's very stripped down it's jim playing most of the instruments uh zach does play drums on it and then beth does uh, some vocals um, but the like overall production of it reminds me a lot of their cover of uh, Game of Pricks. Yes, that's such a good cover. <laughs> and so I, I love that. Like when uh, Jim Adkins picks songs to cover, they're songs that like I might not necessarily have been into otherwise. But then I hear his versions, I'm like, this is a fucking jam. <laughs> yeah, they always uh, they always bring it when they cover songs. I feel like they're. Mm -hmm. You know, I've never heard them do a bad one, um, both both in execution and also just in song selection. Controversial take. 
I don't like their cover of We Are Never Getting Back Together. I don't know that I've heard that. And it it got a it, it made the rounds and, and got a lot of uh, a lot of press and a lot of people were into it. Uh, my brother was super fucking into it. I didn't like it. I'm gonna have to uh, look it up after this podcast and check it out. You should you should check it out. It's not that it's bad. It just like it changes the the vibe of the song enough that like I just I didn't feel it. And I feel like Jimmy Eat World could have executed a better version uh, just because they they understand pop. Like there's no doubt about that. Oh, they for sure do. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Why don't we why don't we take our break? We'll hear "Call to Love" as performed by Jimmy Eat World, and when we come back, we'll hear some more songs that uh, rocked Caleb's world in 2020. So stay tuned.
Fight, and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet because, because I live on the internet. And we're going to take those silly things, and we're going to joke about them, and we're going to you know talk a little bit about the history of them and talk about why the internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Night Shift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com, and of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast, Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home, left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each weekish, I'll talk to my fellow Latchkey Kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and, because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me, wherever you get your podcasts. Mindless monsters, once thought human, fill the streets. A corrupt government threatens the lives of the people it's meant to serve. This sounds a little too familiar. Is this real life? Or a video game you can play for fun? Shift Talk to you. Night Shift Radio's newest original production is your LGBTQ plus centered source for creative and thoughtful discussions and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and community. You can expect unboxings, game reviews, let's plays, community nights, celebrations of what video games are doing right, critical conversations about where the gaming industry needs to do better, and so much more. Be the first to know when new episodes drop by following us on Twitter and Instagram at NSR Shift Alt Q. And on Twitch at Shift Alt Q to join the community. For more information about Shift Alt Q, visit nightshiftradio.com.
You're still listening to Left of the Dial. I am still Kitsy. Caleb is still unbelievable. And we... Yeah. Yep. There it is. And uh, we are still going through 10 cover songs that made Caleb smile in 2020. And it really did. Uh, uh, Caleb, I, I think I recognize uh, a voice there come on the song we just heard coming back from the break. I think you might recognize two voices. Though. Well, I, I, but I mean, I recognize one of them because I talk to, to that voice every week. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so coming back from the break, uh, we heard the song Table for Glasses uh, by Jimmy Eat World uh, as performed by uh, my brother Joshua and myself. Now, I can't decide if it's extremely cool or extremely lame that you picked a song that you <laughs> yourself we're part of for it's this, a little of both but but we did do a long since forgotten episode which is a band you were in so i'm gonna allow it <laughs> but uh but watch yourself coy you're uh <laughs> you're on thin ice you're on very thin ice <laughs> very thin ice um yeah so i had spent a, a good deal of time thinking about um how to approach this list of 10 songs and why I was doing it. Uh, and as I mentioned at the, the top of the episode, like this all hit me pretty hard, uh, you know, both in, in shows and tours canceled and recording time, uh, with you canceled and just not being able to see yeah. uh, my people, my, my friends, my brothers. Um, I mean, and, you, you had, uh, you had some plans to actually go, make some music with your brother in person and you didn't get mm -hmm. to do that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you, you two found a way to at least make something together this year. Yeah, me too. And he, uh, he started doing a, a couple of, uh, these YouTube cover videos that, uh, were, were becoming very popular in late March and early April. Um, and I, I messaged him. I was like, I want in on one of these, even if I can just like, I didn't have any, uh, gear with me to like to play to record a song with him but like i had uh my podcast set up so i knew i could at least do vocals yeah and you know we've we've been singing together for what fucking 24 years or some shit <laughs> uh a long time actually yeah. longer than that even before we were technically in bands together uh and so like i i wanted to to do something and you know he introduced me to Jimmy Eat World back, uh, you know, at the end of my high school, beginning of college uh, time, and they've been my favorite band ever since. And uh, we had, in long since forgotten, covered a, a few of their songs. In fact, uh, in um, our band Sympathy, uh, we did an entire cover set of their their tracks uh, a couple years ago for a, a, like a Christmas fundraiser uh, in Syracuse. And oh, very cool. This is one track that like we we would talk about a lot because we I mean it's the opener for Clarity which is my favorite record of all time and it's just this beautiful like very uh, subtle song and I, I I think we've only actually like prior to this only actually covered it maybe once and I specifically remember uh, we did a set at a cafe in like a little town in Colorado in the middle of a tour uh, and we. And like they gave us some extra time to do like a regular set and like an acoustic set, which is not something we normally did. Yeah. And we actually stood out on the, the sidewalk by the van and like outside the, the venue and practiced this song and did it like that day. And it was a hell of a lot of fun. And so 
fast forward many years uh, to like this this April. And I was like, I want to do one of these for you. He's like, I want to do table for glasses. I was like, fuck yes, let's do it. Uh, and so we we did. We, you know, we he sent me over some some tracks, and I did a whole bunch of takes. Annoyed the shit out of both Ellen and my neighbor, I'm sure, because uh, they could just hear me singing one part loudly over and over again with with no accompaniment. Uh, but you know, he put it all together and made like a video with all sorts of like cutting in between, uh, like showing a, a singing and him playing all the instruments and everything. It was just really, really like fun to make. And as something that like I am as a musician, uh, am super proud to have been a part of, and I'm you know really proud of my brother for putting together a bunch of these throughout the the early months of the year. And so I wanted to to share that as like this is. This was my pandemic music experience. So, and it's just, it's, that's one of my favorite songs. It's a great song. And I think you guys did a fantastic job with it. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't mean for it to be like, you know, totally self serving, but like it just, it, it, when I'm thinking about some of my favorite covers of the year, this was definitely one of them, uh, largely because it's one of my favorite songs. So, you know, I did, I did tell you to pick songs that meant a lot to you in 2020 and uh mm -hmm. it, you know i i can only imagine that getting to record this song with your brother certainly meant a lot to you so uh yeah so yeah i'll i'll allow it well thank you i appreciate that it'd be really embarrassing to have to like scrub it at the last second yeah <laughs> uh speaking of embarrassing oh boy <laughs> no i'm not embarrassed by this at all uh so I don't remember exactly when it was, but sometime like in the middle of the year, I was on a little bit of a YouTube binge, uh, like finding myself deeper and deeper into a hole uh, that probably started out with like researching for one of our episodes, mm -hmm. most likely, you know, innocent enough. But it ended with me like about 17 tracks deep into the catalog of an artist named Alex Melton. Uh, and now Alex has... Uh, like we talked about earlier with uh, Walk Off the Earth, it like has some original tracks and they're really good. Kind of somewhere in the long in the, the line of like pop punk, indie rock, uh, a little bit of a electronic in there. Uh, really, really good stuff. Very catchy. He's got a great voice. But most of what I found by him was him taking other popular songs and reinterpreting them in different styles. Uh, so maybe they were like, you know, traditional radio pop songs and he did them as like pop punk uh, or maybe he did them as like radio country uh, or any number of things that, you know, it's, you know, what if uh, Blink-182 wrote uh, this song instead? And like, it's like, it's, it's very interesting to see someone that like, not only is that versatile musically, but also has like that good of an understanding of the different styles that other artists bring to the table to be able to emulate that. And it's fun. Uh, and so I spent a lot of time one night listening to the, the stuff, uh, and I came across one, and uh, I feel like I, I do have to disclaim that like I don't actually like the original track that this uh, covers, uh, which is uh, I Write Sins, Not Tragedies by Panic at the Disco. I don't care for Panic at the Disco. It is a catchy song. I will give them that. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's kind of annoying. There's not a lot to it. Yeah. And it like the first time I heard it, I I thought it was just a, a bad Fallout Boy song, which yeah. is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, as sorry, we all know, Fallout Boy is your favorite band. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, sorry, me. 
That is uh, that is canonical now. Oh, well, imagine. Oh, I'm pacing the pews in a church corridor and I can't help but to hear. No, I can't help but to hear exchanging words. What a beautiful wedding. What a beautiful wedding. There's a bridesmaid to a waiter. What a shame. Poor Green's bride is a whore. I chime in with a habit you people ever heard of. Closing the goddamn door. Alex Melton because I am almost positive I have sent you his videos before. Maybe. Uh, because I am a gigantic Alex Melton fan. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I love his stuff. He does so many good covers. Um, mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is obviously one of them. Uh, some other ones I want to shout out though are he does an amazing live looping version of uh, Taylor Swift's Delicate. Yes. Which is just mind-blowing to watch him do i could watch that video on on a loop for days uh it's it's incredible uh he also uh you mentioned uh what if blink 182 wrote you know certain songs he does a a series of if x band wrote free fallen by tom petty yes yes uh, (laughs) which he does he does a blink 182 version which is which is pretty good 
Uh-huh. Uh, he does a Fallout Boy version, an old Fallout Boy version, which is fucking un- amazing. Yeah. Uh, he does a Wonder Years version, which is very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and I think there's another one that I'm forgetting. Uh, but yeah, there's he does a, bunch. He does a handful of bands good. doing Free Fallen, and they're all they're all extremely good. Uh, I definitely recommend checking those out. Um, and then even even more so, uh, he has a um, an EP called In the Sun. It's original music. Mm-hmm. And what he did for that on YouTube was he actually played it live where he played all the instruments in one take, start to finish through the six songs of the EP. So okay. it's, it's kind of like you're watching a, sh- a live show, but it's just him playing every instrument. Um, That's awesome. It's a really cool way to do it. Uh, and the songs are like super catchy. Uh, like if you, if you're into the wonder years at all, you will love this EP. Um, oh yeah. He, he it's, he's very obviously a big wonder years fan. Um, I've actually, I've been wanting to get him on the podcast to talk about some of his covers and talk about that EP. So, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, so Alex, if you're listening by any chance, uh, hit us up because, uh, would love to have you on to talk to you about, yes. uh, about some of your stuff. Cause it's just, I've been I've been a fan for at least a year now, and uh, it's just every time a new new video pops up, I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, as I was digging deep in the, the catalog, I came across this. But what what caught my attention was the song is, as I mentioned, it's uh, "I Write Sins, Not Tragedies," but his version is called "I Write Sins, Not Tractors," mm-hmm. uh, and it is very much a like radio pop bar country song. Yep. Uh, like. It's it's I write sins not tragedy in that style, uh, and if you watch the video, which I do recommend, uh, he's got some great captioning that goes over it. That's basically like describing uh, what the scene would be like if he actually performed this in like a country dive bar. Yeah, <laughs> like kind of like pulling a fast one on people who don't realize that it's not like you know a Kenny Chesney song or something. <laughs> yeah, and I just I want to point out the the range. Uh, the range this guy has because we we talk mm-hmm. in our other podcast, Set Condition One, which is a Battlestar Galactica uh, fan cast, which I'd highly recommend checking out if you haven't already. If you're a fan of science yeah. fiction, uh, but uh, we talk about how Trisha Helfer has a, a huge range as an actress, and yeah. Alex Melton has a huge range as a singer and a musician. And I don't mean range in the typical sense of like he's, he can hit a lot of notes, but more so like he can he can pull off the pop country thing flawlessly mm-hmm. he can sound like both mark and tom from blink 182 flawlessly <laughs> yes. he can sound like uh the dude from fallout boy flawlessly like he can pull off so many different styles and genres and like specific singers vocally it blows my mind that's so good like he's, he's so talented uh at, at at pulling these off and uh yeah, it's just it's just wild to me that like he he nails the pop punk thing and he nails the pop country thing. It's 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 great. It's it's fantastic. And like he he when he does these covers, he does them you know in the style that he's going for, uh, but also keeps really true to the spirit of the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he'll make just the the slightest little tweaks, uh, like when he says it's it's uh, much better to face these kinds of things with another Miller light up on the porch. Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, which I mean can't really argue other than Miller Lite's gross, but like I, the sentiment behind it. Yeah, no, <laughs> for sure, for sure. But uh, 
as as lighthearted and and fun as that can be, you know, there there's some heavier songs uh, in the mix. How heavy are we talking? Heavy, like, like really, like the 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 weight of the whole world, like, ooh, really, like, like gravity, like gravity. Here I am, find myself back at this familiar place again. However far and however fast I run, no matter what I do, I'll never Goddamn hole I always end up here 
this song I, uh, may be familiar to some of yeah. our uh, longtime listeners. Yeah, I, I, I thought I'd pull that uh, segue off better, but I realized as I started talking that it wasn't going to happen. That's okay. But that said, uh, not that long ago, we had uh, a good old friend of mine, Stephen Reznor, uh, on the podcast uh, of the band Small Signals to talk about his EP, Recover, which, uh, if you remember from that episode, and if you don't, like, go back and listen to it. Stephen's amazing. Very good. Uh, it was all covers of, like, Stephen lives in, in Rochester, New York, and, and teaches at a local university there. Uh, and this EP is all covers of local Rochester area bands. Uh, and it's just so much fun because he approaches each song in a, a different style uh, and, like, gives it his own unique twist and really, like, brings his, uh, well... You know, for you know, no pun intended, brings his voice to yeah. the uh, to the table, both literally uh, and, and figuratively. I, exactly, uh, and I, I love that about uh, about Stephen's music, uh, especially because uh, I've known Stephen as a drummer for you know forever, and I knew that he did play other instruments, and I know that he's very good at them, and I know that he can sing, but like then going and listening specifically to Small Signals and like the range of styles that he approaches and the way that he approaches writing is I uh, writing and arranging. I just, I really love it. Uh, and so of course I, you know, I, I haven't mentioned any other tracks that we talked about this year on the podcast, but this one, uh, was one of the, the real like standout favorites for me from Steven's EP. So I wanted to revisit it. Uh, and you know, we go into to death. We talk with Steven about like what his, uh, thought processes were and like why he chose each song and stuff like that. So, you know, go back and listen to, to his uh, words on it. But it, it will never not be awesome to me that this original track um, is this like folksy Americana acoustic and he approaches it with this really like brooding synth, uh, mm-hmm. like very slow, drawn out, and it just becomes this dark and beautiful thing (laughs) yeah i uh small signals uh was new to me when we uh covered uh covered this ep for the podcast uh but this was without a doubt the standout track for me from that ep um this song actually gets stuck in my head a lot right and it's just (laughs) it's just very cool you know i know what you mean and i i know it all too well God damn it. <laughs> that one worked. We, we talked a little bit about how Alex Melton does some, some really great Taylor Swift covers. Uh, and we, we mentioned also they does some really great uh, Wonder Years type stuff. We're going to put those two thoughts together. And I want to talk to you about Dan Campbell, the uh, vocalist from the Wonder Years, and uh, Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties, who we uh, talked about early in the year, uh, doing his rendition of Taylor Swift's All Too Well. I walked through the door with you, the air was cold, but something about it felt like home somehow, and I left my scarf there, your sister's house, and you've still got it. In your drawer, even now. Your sweet disposition, my wide-eyed gaze. I'm singing in the 
autumn leaves are falling down like pieces in a place and I can picture it after all these days and I know it's long gone and that magic's not here no more that might be okay but I'm not fine at Stories about you on a T-ball team You taught me about your past Thinking your future was me And I, I know it's long gone And there was nothing else I could do But I forget about you long enough To forget why I needed to Crumpled up piece of paper lying there Cause I remember it all, all, all too well Time won't fly, it's like I'm paralyzed by it I try to be my old self again But I'm still trying to find it After plaid shirt days and nights Where you made me your own Now you mail back my things And I walk home alone But you kept my old scarf From that very first week Cause it reminds you of innocence And it smells like me You can't get rid of it Cause you remember it
I love this song. It's very good. Without shame, without irony, without any hesitation, I will say I fucking love this song. And I've I've heard Taylor do a few different arrangements of it from like, you know, the original album version to just her on a piano at a, a live show. And it's never not beautiful. It's never not heartbreaking. And it's an almost perfect pop song to me. And Dan approaches it with such a fierce energy that he, I mean, like if you, if you did listen to the Aaron West, Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties record or like our episode about it, uh, you'll understand how he can write songs that will just reach right inside you and rip you apart. Even if you are not already heartbroken and Mm -hmm. can't relate at all, like he has that in his writing style and in his vocal delivery and everything. Uh, and he takes what is already just a, a crushing song and makes it hit that much harder. Uh, and I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, you can see because we're on video and we've got the, the brand new futon behind me here in yeah. the office for uh, you know for a place to lounge uh, while not standing at my desk for work. And you know, also just a little little getaway if I, if I need to. One of us needs to be in a different room, and you know, someday, way in the future, maybe we'll be able to have guests. So we have this. Um, but uh, before we got on the the call to record, I just put uh, you know put this playlist on uh, on the speaker here, and uh, Penelope was here, and just, she just curled up on the the futon. So I just laid down there with her, and this song came on, and it's <sighs> Penelope, you have no idea, you don't understand. <laughs> Dogs, man. They don't know how good they got it. They're so great. But uh, yeah, I I love this song, um, and that's that's it. Like, yeah, I don't really have a lot to say about it. I, I think that the song speaks for itself. Uh, I just I had to include it just because it's an artist that I love performing a song that I love by another artist that I love and. What what better way to to cap off uh, a year of music that I loved? I got one more. One but, more uh, before before we get into that. Oh. Uh, is there anything else that we need to any any points that we need to hit? Uh, well, we we uh, talked earlier about uh, our network Night Shift Radio, which uh, we, we are a, a proud founding member of, and uh, a founding member. No founding pot. Anyway, we it's we we made the thing. Uh, we did. We did. We made we made a thing, and it's cool. Um, but we are we just launched a few new podcasts, uh, all of which you have already heard ads for at this point in this yeah. uh, episode. But uh, check them out; they're cool. Yeah, we're we're bringing on some some new hosts with some really awesome new perspectives. Yeah, um, really great uh, gaming podcast for for people that are into the the world of gaming, or even if you're not, but you're just kind of you're interested in different perspectives. I uh, have some really great new hosts for that. And then uh, uh, in Alex and Jesse, and then uh, our friend Sarah Sweeney, who uh, has joined us uh, both in Never Heard of It and in the Storyteller series for a few episodes, uh, lends her her amazing uh, voice acting talent, but uh, in this case, more of a, an interview style show. And she's she's funny. She's great. And uh, I think the show is going to be really, really awesome. Uh, and then, of course, our... Uh, our, our hard driving uh, network boss, uh, Michael Fight, uh, 
has decided to uh, to crack some jokes about internet stuff, and uh, I, I think that's going to be a good time too. Yeah, uh, I hear he has a lot of fun making it. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's been a year. It's been a year. This this, this year episode. has been a decade. It feels like this year has been a decade. This is episode fifty-two, so literally one one year of yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um. So hey, hey, congratulations! Hey, congratulations to you too. And uh, this is this has been fun, and uh, I hope we keep doing it. I, you know what? I think we will. I think I think we are uh, obligated to keep doing it. And I think the next episode is going to be fun. Why is that? <laughs> I just I just have a feeling. Do- do, what is it? I think it's going to be fun. Do we know what it is yet? Have we have we picked something? I don't know, but it'll be fun. Okay, yeah, it'll be fun. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, what's your last song? <laughs> so, early in the year, way, way, way back, uh, we talked about uh, a new record by the band Future Teens. Oh. Who you introduced me to, yes. and it was just a, it was a, it was a great record. It was the soundtrack to me having a total emotional breakdown and uh, wandering down the streets in my local watering hole, getting hit by a car, hurting my foot, and just all around having a, a, a bad night in January. Uh, but those songs have stuck with me all year, and like I really, really feel them. And then, like just a few weeks ago. It's out of nowhere dropped this uh, EP. It's like, I think, five or six tracks uh, called Sensitive Sessions. Uh, as if these tracks needed to be any more sensitive than they already were, uh, they managed to do it. They sure did. Uh, and it's it's mostly tracks, uh, stripped down revisitations of songs from uh, from the, the record that we talked about. Uh, but they end it with one of the most incredible covers that I've ever heard. Uh, and I say incredible, not necessarily in the the sense of uh, like, wow, this is amazing, and I love everything about it, and I can't believe it. It's more incredible, as in like, I find its credibility difficult to accept, and yet here it is. It's a fucking banger. <laughs> yeah, this cover has uh, this cover is way better than it has any business being. Yeah, um, and if you if if you've peeked ahead, then you then you know. Uh, we're talking about the, the song All-Star, as originally performed by Smash Mouth, but reimagined by Future Teens. <laughs> and this song is actually uh, the true inspiration for my, uh, my choice to do covers this year. Because uh, I had to get just one last joke in. <laughs> Fantastic. I remember the night that the CP dropped. Uh, and I, I found it. I'm like, shit, I, well, I have to listen to this. Uh, and so I put it on, on the speakers in my, my kitchen and was making dinner. And I'm like, all right, this is this is all really good. Like these, I love these songs. I love these versions. Wait a second. This is Smash Mouth. <laughs> it takes you a minute to figure it out, too. Like, like it's they they do it so slowed down and so different that. It takes you a minute to realize you're listening to a Smash Mouth cover, and I love that about it. It's a, it's a uh-huh. slow burn, and I it's so good. <laughs> and uh, I feel like th- there's no more appropriate way 
for me to leave you and our listeners this year than to have selected this song. <laughs> well, <laughs> Caleb, you did it. I did it. You did it. You you picked <laughs> 10 great covers for 2020. Thank you. I'm I'm very impressed. I am very impressed uh, with the caliber of music that has come out this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we talked about a lot, of a, a lot of great original music. Obviously, a lot of it was written prior to 2020, but still, you know, to be able to, to keep releasing this uh, much like high-quality music, uh, high praise to every artist who's out there still doing the work, uh, but also the caliber of these covers that have just kind of kept people going and like kept those creative juices flowing and brought joy to people like me. Um, and also me. I can't. Yeah, to you. I can't thank these artists enough for the gift that they have given me all year round. So, yeah. You know, Caleb, this year started coming and it didn't stop coming. <laughs> Oh, that's the goddamn truth. Yeah. Well, uh, well, Caleb. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry <laughs> I'm, I'm so. And if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, you should go listen to "Never Heard of It" from earlier this week on Sunday, because uh, it's it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Caleb, if uh, if I wanted to find out more about you and your other podcasts and just you know you in general what what you're up to where would i go sure well you can find me on social media both uh, instagram and twitter at caleb micah uh hey, caleb. Where i try to hey hey hi <laughs> um, see it doesn't work i try to spread it, it, uh, it doesn't work as well i, I should have thought of, of this in 2008 i should yeah. 12 years ago should have came up with a, a better twitter handle um yeah and I, I try to spread the word about uh, our podcast but i also rant about uh whatever's on my, my brain at the, the moment or, uh, you know, share music that I'm, I'm listening to and whatnot. So, uh, definitely give me a follow there. If you, uh, if you want to know more about what, uh, what goes through my head, but, uh, Kitsy, where can they find you? Oh, well, they could find me on, uh, the Twitter and the Instagram at Hey Kitsy. Hey Kitsy. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Hey, Caleb. And you, of course, can find us uh, at Left of the Dial PC on Twitter and Instagram. The PC does, of course, stand for podcast, not popcorn. Mmm, popcorn. But I could go for some popcorn. Right? Yeah. Let's get some popcorn. Let's go get some popcorn. Let's go get some popcorn. Uh, you also can find us at leftofthedial.fm where you can find out uh, everything about... Let's try that again. You can also find us at leftthedial.fm where you can get notes for this show, this episode. Uh, you'll find links to everything we've talked about, all the videos we've talked about, uh, Bandcamp links to different artists that we talked about. Uh, you can, of course, also get uh, all of our previous shows, uh, previous episodes, so go uh, go check that out. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's it. I think we, you know, thanks for uh, th- those of you who have stuck with us all year. Uh, thank you, those of you who are new. Welcome. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Um, yeah. You know, uh, ha- hey, I hope I hope uh, if you celebrate Christmas, I hope it's a good one. Uh, if you don't celebrate Christmas, then I hope it's a good Friday. Yeah. Uh, last last one of the year, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Is it? Yeah, because yeah. the next one's the next Friday is uh New Year's, January first. Holy hell. It'll be twenty twenty one finally and we can get this shit back on track. But uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I we, we hope you're all safe. We hope you're all healthy. We hope you all uh are staying home and masking up when you can't. And uh yeah, just stay safe, be kind to each other, and listen to some great tunes. Yeah. Whether they're the ones we recommended or some other ones, just go find some music and listen to it. That's that's our gift to you <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> just go find go find some music and listen to it. Uh so yeah, we're gonna hear All Star by Smash Mouth as covered by future teens to round out uh not just this episode, but this year of our podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Uh thank you to all of the artists this week who Yeah made some great fucking covers and you know again thank you uh yeah i i I don't know why i'm having such a hard time ending the podcast this week it seems like i should do something bigger because it's the end of the year but uh i don't know man we're just gonna do it uh let's go with what works let's go with what works this has been left of the dial i have been kitsy caleb has been coy thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next year Somebody once told me The world is gonna roll me I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed She was looking kinda dumb With her finger and her thumb In the shape of an L on her forehead Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense not to live for fun Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know
said, yep, what a kind sound. I could use a little fuel myself, and we could all use a little change. Well, the years start coming, and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules, and I hit the ground running. Smart, but your head gets dumb.